Something that is a struggle for every home-based business owner is content creation, especially in the network marketing world when companies tell us to plaster their products all over as content, which might work a little bit, but trust me, if you want legacy results, you're going to want to listen to what I've personally learned about content creating. So I want to start this out by saying that the very most important thing to do when you're posting on social media or when you're doing anything in your business really is to be your true self. Don't be like someone else who is already successful, although we can learn different things from them and different things from their habits that got them to where they are. You want to make sure and be yourself. So don't just copy and paste something that someone else has put up there. You want to be creating your own stuff, having stuff flow out from your heart and your personality so that people can get to know who you are. But there are also a few tools that can help give you a leg up when it comes to using social media effectively and having direction. The first thing that most people slip up on, like I said, is when They post on social media, they plaster their products and pictures and information all over their profiles. And if you've done this, that's totally okay because I was there too. This is what we're taught to do, but this causes a few different issues. First being that people are turned off by this and then any interaction you have with them from that point on, they're going to be leery of the conversation and expecting you to pitch them your product. Pitching your product to people is going to be a long, tough, and unpleasant route on your business journey, so I definitely don't recommend taking that route. The second reason that putting up posts about your products or business opportunity has a negative effect on your business is because social media was designed for social interaction. So people go to Facebook and Instagram to be entertained and just to take their mind off their day, and they don't think, like, hey, I I need such and such a thing, let me go to Facebook. No. So since these platforms aren't e-commerce platforms like Amazon, we need to take a different approach, which is exactly what this podcast is all about. Another thing to note that since Facebook is a social platform, they don't like it when people post to try and sell. Network marketing definitely gets a bad rep because people don't properly use the platform. So Facebook has been cracking down on things like before and after pictures and anything that seems spammy or salesy. So even if you were to post these types of posts, hardly anyone would see them anyways because Facebook flags it and it doesn't show it to many people. So it's really not worth your time. I had a mentor say something to me one time that just really clicked with me. It's kind of obvious, but I think so often we forget about it is this. Um, Facebook is a business in and of itself. And so when people post links to websites that take away from Facebook or are annoying people and causing others to get off the platform, obviously Facebook isn't going to like that. So they have some monitoring going on to make sure that their platform is a place that people want to be on and can stay on. So by respecting the platform, we are, you know, we we know how to utilize them in an effective way. And then our businesses can actually fully grow and fully thrive. So instead of just 10 people seeing our post, we can get it out to a much bigger audience. What even should you post? So when you're creating a post, be sure to make it spark curiosity. You don't want to give out too much information so that people can Google the product or the business themselves. You want them to come to you to get the information. So you're kind of putting out like little teasers almost, like telling them about it, but not actually telling them about it. This is actually beneficial because the 
platform, you know, prefers us to not post our products anyways. So by both respecting the platform and creating curiosity, it's going to drive people closer to us. So this is where your creativity has to come into play. Um, you can combine sincerity, value, and curiosity to entertain people, and that will get them craving more. The second thing that a lot of network marketers don't know is that you need to know your audience, your specific audience, not the audience of your business or what you're selling. You need to know your audience. So people who are successful in the network marketing world know their audience. They know what types of things their audience needs and they offer value to create loyal customers. And so it's not just skincare or fitness or or makeup. Those That's not your audience. Your audience is someone like who is a stay-at-home mom looking for more purpose or who just wants to feel more confident in her skin or um, just wants to do something more with her life. So you need to know your exact customer. And honestly, nine times out of 10, this is going to, going to be someone who is just like you. So think about your journey and what you've been through and what caused you to get to where you are right now. Um, and just be careful when you're taking advice from other people because what might work for their network and their personality may not necessarily work for yours. So it's important to kind of um, weed through what they say, kind of take it in, make sure you apply it to your network. Think like, will my network resonate with this? Is this something that I would connect with if, if I saw it on Facebook or if I saw it in a message? And just really analyze like your perfect prospect and if they would respond to something like whatever person is telling you to do. And I want to just give you a quick example. This is a little bit random, but um, I'm hoping it will kind of help you to understand marketing in a different way. So a few months ago, we were at my grandma's house um, and we were thinking about going out shopping. We had a few things we were going to get, going to buy some eggs. We we're going to dye some Easter eggs. Um, and so my mom asked my two-year-old son, are you ready to go to the store? And my two-year-old son was like, no. So then I said, hey, Declan, do you want to go shopping? And he perked up and said, yeah. <laughs> and in that moment, I was like, wow, okay, that is exactly what marketing is. Like, I knew the language that my two-year-old uses, and I know what he's used to. I know what he likes and how he responds to certain things. So by phrasing the question in a way that I knew he would be intrigued in a way that I knew that the likelihood of of him agreeing would be greater, I was essentially marketing to him. And so this is the exact same in our network marketing business and in knowing our audience. We have to know the words they're using, the words they're saying, what they're into, and that way they'll be more likely to read our posts. So when you resonate with them and are talking about stuff that they're interested in and problems that they have, solutions to their problems, they'll be drawn out of the days of scrolling through Facebook or Instagram and they'll actually stop to read your post. So you already know most of my secret sauce when posting on Facebook, um, but I am a firm believer in actually taking action because Knowledge without action is not even power. Knowledge is potential power. I think that was Tony Robbins that said that. Knowledge without action is useless. So here are three action steps to help you get more in tune with your audience and set yourself up for success. So number one, 
Think of your pain points that caused you to start your business or buy the product that brought you to where you are today. What caused you to feel? Like, what feelings did you have? What pains did you have? What problems did you want to solve by starting this business? Number two, write down the pain points your audience has. And like I said earlier, these will most likely be similar to yours because you're going to attract people who are like you and who like the same things as you or are in the same boat as you. But I want you to see if you can think of any others that your audience might have, even though I know you're just getting started and um, it's kind of a whole new process and you haven't done a whole lot of research on this yet, but just see if you can brainstorm some things that, that your audience might need. And then the third step is to make sure that your profile is nice and clean. So have a profile picture that is just a nice selfie of you. Don't have any product or business names on your page anywhere. Um, Not even in your description or bio. No links here either. A lot of people like to put the links to their um, special tools or their website or whatever in their bio. Don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that because remember, you don't want people to go searching on their own. You want them to have to come to you for the advice and then you can help them solve their problems. So your profile is a social place and not a business page. So the goal again here is to entertain, let people get to know you and thus build a following. And by the way, just a quick bit about Facebook businesses, business pages. My advice to you is to not bother with one in the start because business pages are for gathering likes instead of friends, like on a personal page, and they're for running ads. So unless you're ready to spend about $500 to $1,000 a month on ads, there's no point of spending time creating a Facebook business page. So you may eventually, but of course you would definitely want to have a pretty established and profitable, profitable business before doing so. All right, so once you have done those three things, you've written down your pain points, your audience pain points, and you've cleaned up your Facebook, you can start creating posts. I want you to be sure and put some strategic thought into your posts, but also don't try to make it perfect. So this is where being genuine comes in. Be yourself. You want to show people your life. If something funny or crazy or scary or sad happens, post about it. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable and let people really really get to know you. And, you know, remember, if you're absolutely uncomfortable with sharing something, don't share it. You're in complete control of your business and your Facebook profile. So just if you don't want to share something, don't. But a little bit of caution here. You need to know the difference between stepping outside of your comfort zone and being completely uncomfortable because stepping outside of your comfort zone is something that successful people make a habit of. But that's a topic for another time. So for now, focus on storytelling through your posts, get people to feel emotion because that creates relatability, which generates the feeling of connection between you and your audience. The next tip is to always, always, always post a picture with your posts. Pictures of kids and animals tend to grab attention on Facebook most right now. So post pics of your kids or animals if you have any. Otherwise, borrow a friend's or family member's if they're okay with it. People spend far too long trying to take the perfect picture when the reality is imperfect actually grabs the attention far more than the perfect ones. Right now, people are so used to scrolling through and seeing all these amazing Photoshop pictures or pictures with filters. So by just posting a simple raw picture, people's attentions will be grabbed and they'll be more likely to stop their scroll and read your posts. 
these same principles apply to making business opportunity posts. So everything that I just said applies with your business posts too. You don't want to give out too much information. Um, no matter what you're posting about, you should always be speaking your audience's language. And if you don't already know who your audience is, and if you don't know their hopes and dreams and desires or their struggles and challenges and pains, then that is the very first action step you need to take. And you can find these things out simply by brainstorming some questions that your audience would ask, like, how can I make money from home while being a full-time mom? Or how can I stop my wrinkles from getting deeper? Once you have these questions written out, though, you can take it to Google. <laughs> Type these questions right in the Google search bar, or maybe even better yet, you could go to answers.yahoo.com or quora.com and type the questions in there. And then all you have to do is read and see, number one, are people actually asking these questions? And number two, what other words do they use and what else are they looking for in a solution to their problems? So all this really is, is market research. And in order to know your audience, doing some research and getting to know them is a crucial, crucial step. Once you have some keywords and you know their problems, then use those keywords, like literally write them down somewhere, put them in an Excel document, whatever is going to be best for you. And you're going to use them in your posts because that's going to grab their attention and appeal to their emotions, which remember, that's how they will know, like, and trust you. So just to sum this all up, when you're posting, be sure to use pictures, tell stories, be absolutely 100% yourself. And don't post links, don't post pictures of what you are actually selling the product with the product name. Um, you can post pictures of the product, just be sure to cover up the label. But again, we'll talk about that in a later episode. Um, keep curiosity high and be sure, be sure, be sure, be sure, be sure to know your audience. Um, your post should be a variety of lifestyle posts, business opportunity posts, and product posts. Um, but be sure to post more lifestyle than business or product curiosity posts. So a good ratio to use here would be like 80-20. So 80% of your posts could be um, lifestyle posts, so just about your life. Make sure you let people know that you have a life because if you don't have a life, no one's going to want to join you. And only 20% of your posts should be business or product related. So the whole idea of using social media for business growth is to use it effectively. And in order to use it effectively, you need to have an audience. And in order to grow an audience, you need to be posting entertaining and engaging content that is relevant to your audience. And that way, when you do post about your product or business opportunity in a curious way, more people will see it and more people will be reaching out to you to get more information from you. So in the next episode, we'll talk about different social media platforms to utilize and the benefits of each of them. But for now, your top earner action step is to know your audience. So go do some research and find out their hopes, dreams, desires, and pains, struggles, and challenges.